Hi everyone, for today's podcast, Steve will not be there because today we'll be doing a pilot episode for a review podcast which we're yet to title and I'll be joined by Mod and Dio and we'll be reviewing Spider-Man No Way Home so let us know what you think you know our social media is Podcast Verbal on Twitter and the Verbal Reasoning Podcast on Instagram and Facebook so just drop us a message, tell us if you like this episode if you do, we might do a spin-off show where we review movies on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. So just for now, enjoy. So guys, tell me, what was your thoughts on the movie? Just generally speaking, before we really like get into it scene by scene. So uh, Liam, for example, what do you think of the film? About 10. 10 out of 10, 10 yeah? 10 out of 10, wow. I like. I really liked it. I was just so happy watching it. Even although there was some bits that were annoying, like why the hell did he fucking bring all the villains into his house just chilling? Like, I know, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. But you, you liked it, yeah? So 10 out of yeah, 10 like, for you. Overall, like, just some stupid parts, but yeah, it was part, you know, at the end of the school, I was like, yeah, it's cool. Mod? All right, so when I first finished watching the movie, <clears throat> I said 9.9 out of 10. The only thing that let it down was the ending. And then after I slept on it, I said, it's a 9 out of 10. It's a very good movie. Mm. But I, th- I think that's just the ending really let it down for me. Okay. Well, for me, I think Ray out of 10, but I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. What? So I'll give you, I'll give you my reasoning as we get into it, innit? But like for me, it was a three and a half out of five, personally, personally speaking, right? So should we just go through where we left off the movie, the previous movie, and then this is where this one starts. So it's just a direct continuation from the, the previous film. Uh, so at the end of that film, you find out that um, basically Mysterio's leaked his entire, you know, identity to the Daily Bugle, which is run by J. Jonah Jameson. So they brought him into the, Marvel Universe, and he, he's reported it in Times Square. The whole world's seen it. Everyone now knows that Peter Parker and Mary Jane and Ned, they, you know, they're all in cahoots with one another, and this is Spider-Man's identity. And obviously, he's freaking out, and that's where it starts. And a little, little bit of trivia here for you about Joe, J. Jonah Jameson. They actually wanted to base him completely off of Alex Jones, which is why they didn't tell him to wear the... the you know wig in this one so the top of his head is bald but then the actor that plays him actually was like no i want to at least keep the mustache yeah as a, a kind of throwback to the original toby Maguire trilogy <laughs> so basically this version of him is alex jones which makes sense because when you watch the film he's basically on alex jones setup anyway that being said what did you think of like the beginning introduction where he kind of has to take mary jane away and everyone's following him and he rushes back home to his aunt may um, to be fair, like it, it was the build up. I thought I thought it was decent, pretty funny. How um, I was going to talk about how you have people that are pro Mysterio and people that are pro Spider Man, <laughs> fucking them like green paint at him and stuff like that. That was kind of funny. But I thought that was kind of stupid. Like, didn't this guy save you from Thanos? Basically, I mean, like he was there in the fight, right? Mysterio just turned up two days ago, and you're like, oh yeah. Without any evidence, I'm just going to automatically assume he's the bad guy. That was a bit, that was a bit mad. But that that is literally what Twitter's like. What would you mean? Very reactionary, isn't it? So yeah. I mean, to be fair, that could happen in real life. Liam, what do you think about that? 
I, I liked how it was um, done and it was shot really well as well. Like when they were like swinging together, him and uh, Mary, MJ. It was like you felt like you were there with, you know, being swung by him. I don't know. I don't know. Bro, did you not clock the, the kind of, um, they should call it the larger woman who tried to grab him when he was trying to swing away? Oh, yeah. yeah, the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, what? What is the fool? Bro? He's literally a superhero. What the fuck are you doing? No, did you not hear her? She was like to him, "Oh, he hit me. He hit me." Yeah, so that's what he has. I'm trying to get money on Spider-Man. Right? Oh, see, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that part. But yeah, she she was trying to grab him. I'm thinking, what are you doing, my man? Like, and she, you know, she threw herself at him, and then obviously somebody else tried to jump at him as he was swinging away from on top of the car. Missed completely all of that. He calls oh, up Ned. He's panicking, you know, and then he goes straight home. And then it's revealed that uh, basically Happy and Aunt May, they're kind of breaking up. For Aunt May, it was just a fling. Happy's in love. Uh, that was a bit of a madness. I thought that was a bit peak on my boy Happy there. Uh, but yeah, then he gets home and he's closing all the blinds. And obviously everyone finds out that his identity has been revealed. Uh, and then, you know, we, we carry on from there. So what, what are you thinking at this point? How do you think, how are you thinking the movie's going to go? So, hmm. I don't know, from the trailer, you kind of already know like he's going to go see Doctor Strange, though. This is the thing. This is the thing. I think TikTok, the, one of the reasons why I di- kind of didn't feel a lot of emotion in this film is because I feel like TikTok ruined the whole, the whole thing. One, one second, sorry. Yeah? Needed. Cool. Yeah, so uh, Liam, what, what do you think? I definitely, at that point, I knew he was going to go see Doctor Strange to try and fix it. Because like, most of the plot that plot was already like spoiled before the movie, you know. But I did, I did like yeah. that whole build up, like the foundations being made, and like, yeah. To be fair, there's nothing. I thought, I thought the pacing was a little off, man. Personally, because they they went through the whole period of him being revealed to him turning up at school, and he's got obviously people that think he's killed Mysterio and he's a bad guy. So obviously, uh, was it Hannibal Buress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of the schools. He was like, "You're a murderer," and the other two are obviously very pro Spider-Man. So you see all of that, and then you have Flash Thompson, who obviously was a big Spider-Man fan, but hated Tom Holland. Um, and then now he's kind of trying to suck up and say, "Oh, I was his best yeah, friend he in was school." Friend. Exactly, he, he writes a book. Do you see the cameo from um, Daredevil? He was I was just about to get to that. I was just about to get yeah. to that. So th- this is why I think the pacing was a little off. So. It showed all of that, plus the fact that they weren't actually going to charge him with murder. Um, and all of that happened within like 15, 15 minutes. And they done the cameo with Matt Murdock. Obviously, he's sitting at the table saying, don't worry, you're not going to get charged. Someone throws a brick. He catches it midair. And, you know, he says, I'm a damn good lawyer. That's why, you know, I was able to do that. <laughs> I'm thinking, Peter, you, you know, you're supposed to have spider senses. You're telling me you can't sense that this man is clearly, you know... Uh, Upgraded human being. He's literally caught a brick in midair, and he's supposed to be blind. Why is no one pointing this out? I, it was whatever, but it was it was interesting because uh, did you guys watch the Daredevil TV show? No, I never watched it. You never watched it. No. Watched a couple episodes. It's, it was pretty good. It's better than the movie. The movie was terrible. Oh, the movie was dreadful. The one with Ben Affleck in it. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was terrible, bro. <laughs> that, that was a terrible, terrible film. But like, um. The TV show, especially because it had Punisher in it. Yeah. John Bernthal. Um, I think they've now said that Kingpin is going to come back in, the same Kingpin that was from that TV show. So maybe the Punisher will also be in... I mean, we don't know how many of the Netflix characters are going to end up being in the Marvel MCU, but at least we know that Kingpin 
and they're they've all are going to be you know carrying over from from the netflix shows i'm not too sure if they're gonna just be the same actors or if their storyline is going to be the same as well they might have changed it up a little bit of that i'm not too sure but obviously that's exciting isn't it that's i was looking forward to that anyway um and then yeah so they move over to happy's pad yeah that's where they kind of uh, lodge themselves and then you find out that happy kept one of tony's equipment which is kind of this thing that it can generate whatever you want you can build whatever you want in it um it's got like a mini arc reactor on there as well which is obviously plays it yeah tony stark toolbox yeah he plays a big role further down the line you see the foreshadowing on that yeah. When, it, when it was really when, it, when you saw that, it's like there was like even like a little whisper. You could, you could hear that it was foreshadowing. Bro, it, it was such like in your eye. This yo, oh look, look at the foreshadow that's coming. Um, um. So obviously, what? Well, well, actually, no. Before we move on, what's your thoughts on the guy that plays Flash Thompson? Oh, he's a bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, do you like the actor for that role? I I think he plays the prick role very well. Like. He's meant to be like an annoying character, and yeah, I think he does it well. So I think basically with that character, he becomes Asian anti-venom. So he just looks like basically Black Spider-Man, but he's like a super patriotic guy, and you know he's, he bonds with a symbiote from Venom, yeah. and so he actually has like his own character that he develops into his own kind of protagonist of some sort. Um, and I'm just looking at the actor that they've cast for that role, and I'm thinking this guy. He doesn't really suit the type. I mean, he hasn't got the physique for it. He, he had the blonde hair in this one. He, he really looked like a very stupid character. He, his character was played by Joe Mangianelli or Mangianello, the guy who married Sofia Vergara in Tobey Maguire's trilogy. You know, the one who tries to punch him and he flips over him. Yeah. That was Flash in the original trilogy. And then in The Amazing Spider-Man, he was the guy with a buzz cut that was beating up Andrew Garfield's character in the beginning. He's like the school bully. So when you look at those two and then you look at this guy, it's like, I mean, I, I guess I, he's... I think this one's more age-appropriate, though. Like, this one's more age-appropriate, yeah. Like, Tom Holland's really young, so obviously um, Flash is going to be really young as well. I mean, Flash in the original trilogy had sideburns and looked like a four-year-old man, and they were saying he's 19, so obviously their <laughs> ones were a bit, you know what I mean? Their ones were a bit wrong anyway, but... Yeah, I'm not too convinced with that actor, though. He plays the annoying role well, but he doesn't really play the... In my opinion, like the bully role, really, because I'm thinking, like, Pia, even if you're meant to be a nerd, like, you're letting this guy bully you. What the fuck? Like, it doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? I, I think, again, it's like American high school, isn't it? I mean, we don't really know what American high schools are like, but if if he's the biggest bully there, boy, drop me off at American high school. I'm, <laughs> I'm owning that place in the week. You know what I mean? Like, it's a bit of madness. But anyway, he goes to he goes to Doctor Strange. And uh, yeah. yeah, he asked him, if, can, you, can you reverse it? Doctor Strange reminds him that, hold on, you know, Thanos destroyed the stones, et cetera, et cetera. All of this. So I can't reverse time, but what I can do is put a spell so that nobody remembers you. What do you, you guys think about how things progressed from there? Oh, was it that no one could remember him as P- Peter Parker and his Spider-Man? Yeah, so he wanted everyone to forget that he was... He was Peter Parker. And what kind of triggered it was because none of them could get into any, you know, universities. Yeah, they because... couldn't get into MIT. Oh, they couldn't get into oh. MIT, yeah. So he, oh. he saw that his friends were being affected by it and he decided, okay, maybe Doctor Strange can do some sort of magic to make everyone forget that I'm, you know, Peter Parker and Peter Parker is Spider-Man, sorry. So 
he kind of goes there and this is the kind of solution they come up with. Which was kind of funny because the actual solution they do do afterwards, which is he just needs to actually go in person and challenge it. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but, um, I don't know, like, it's weird that the spell could be so disrupted by just Tom Holland talking, but I guess it gave a reason for all of it to happen, but... Doctor Strange is a bit of a neat though, because he kept saying, oh, it's all your fault, it's all your fault. Bro, you done the spell. You, you yeah, fucked yeah. it up. How... You should have asked him before he started the spell. Yeah, like, he no, just immediately he started doing it. He could have been like, midway through, he's like, do you know what, this is not, I'm just cancelled the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they've got like a cancel button on those on those bad boys, but come on, bro. Like, <laughs> you're blaming a teenager when you, as the adult, should have known better. Then in reality, for like for Vance, yeah. Also, like the fact that th- this is another thing that I didn't understand. So in the trailer, they made it seem like uh, who's the guy that's with him all the time? I've forgotten his name now. Wong. Uh, Wong. Wong. So they made it seem like Wong is telling him don't do it because this is like a dangerous spell, but. Then in the actual movie, he was kind of like, oh, do you remember that party we had? Oh, of course you don't, because I do these all the time. So I'm thinking if this is something you do all the time. Yeah, yeah they were quite nonchalant about it. Yeah, it was, you were so nonchalant about it. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, actually, it can destroy the entire universe. Like, what the fuck it's is that? Probably, <laughs> probably because uninterrupted, it's like normal. But if you have to keep adding, and yeah, he stopped it about seven times. But this is what I mean. As Mod said, can't you just fucking cancel it? Or do you know what I mean? Or, or how about you stop for half a second, let Tom or Peter Parker say his entire, you know, wish or whatever it is, and then you do it. I don't know. Personally, I didn't think it made a lot of sense the way they went about it. But anyway, he cast the spell and then flash forward, Tom decides, he tells Tom, did you even call up MIT? Did you even ask them, can you get in? And he was like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. So he heads down to try and find the woman who can potentially let him in. Uh, yeah. And then here is where the movie starts to actually take off. But notice how much we've talked so far. In my opinion, there were some pacing problems there. Because all yeah, of this stuff happens within like work. 20 minutes, bro. Yeah, like it's, yeah, you're right. To be fair, like the first, it's the whole him being discovered as as. Spider-Man was longer than the whole the part between him doing the spell and me and Doctor Strange and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of spoilers that they themselves gave away. Then there was a lot of spoilers that TikTok like basically clocked just by looking at frame by frame. And so it's like the whole time you were watching that first 20 minutes, you knew where it was leading. So for me, yeah. I couldn't really get excited because I'm like, okay, yeah, when is he just going to go to people, like, you know, uh, when is he going to go to Doctor Strange? When is that going to happen? Yeah, and when Doctor Octopus is coming through and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, I think the pacing was off, man. I would say, yeah, maybe the first 20 minutes it was off. But then after that, once after the spell is cast, I think it really picks up. So he he finds the woman, right? Uh, And they're on like a kind of dual carriageway, motorway, bridge, whatever. I'm not sure. Um, And he tries to talk to the woman about letting him into MIT. And then just out of nowhere... You see, Doctor Octopus turns up. Yep. So, what was your thought? That like, how was the cinema first of all when you saw that? I can't like the cinema I went to. Yeah, I don't know if it was late or what was going on, but it was just so dead. Like the people that were there, we just man's trying to Snapchat every like couple of minutes. Why are you flashing in the cinema, bro? No one cares. You're going to Spider Man. Well, my entire timeline is like in, 
the entire stories of everyone I have on there is just, oh, I'm at the Spider-Man movie, and they're like basically screen recording the entire thing. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Bro, it, it was actually frustrating because these ones were not. I can't. Lie, I was mad excited when Doctor Octavius comes through because it was it was really good, and then the fight was really good as well. The whole bit where he rips off some of the nanobots from his chest and he goes onto Doctor Octavius's hands, and then he kind of like suspends his control over the bots as well. I thought that was all really well done. It was quite funny as well when he takes over. This one was dead. I think me, my brother, and my cousins were the only one actually laughing in the movie. Like, I, I don't know. I felt like they made him into a bit of a joke, man. What do you think, him? I feel like he's he was just being taught. You know, in that movie, he was always just bit, uh, being tortured by the tentacle things. It's like, you know, he was hearing mm. voices or something. So, yeah, like, I feel like in the original, he was a bit more menacing. Yeah, and this was yeah. They Disney this Disney them up like a bit. Like he's like when once no, they he, yeah, he still was the same. It's just that unfortunately Tom Holland's nanobots is just way too advanced for his technology. Yeah, definitely. Like he wasn't scary because you knew that you, you could just neutralize him with Tony Stark's tech. Like yeah, you know this is one thing that I've actually always wondered, even with the original trilogy. Yeah, sure, his claws or whatever they are, they are like metal, fine, whatever. They're strong. But he is still just a regular guy, and yeah. this guy is taking licks from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, and he just carry bro. Yeah. That's you're literally getting punched by a superhero, and you're just and you're like a sixty-year-old man, and you're just <laughs> firming it. How does that make sense? That's one thing I've never understood about Doctor Og. He's just a regular guy, like maybe because of the robots being inside of his vertebrae, it kills all his nerve endings, so he doesn't actually feel it. I mean, that's a good cop out mod. I'll tell you that one. You should have Marvel, bro. <laughs> I can't tell you why. I'm not gonna lie. Until you said that, I didn't didn't really think about that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I've just been thinking about it. Like, how does that make sense? Nah, it's true. Yeah, because he's just a regular Don. Like, even if you played the games or whatever, he's just you know he's just a he's super a regular guy. He's not even a regular Don. He's a scientist. <laughs> that's he's what I'm saying. Fun. He's a super nerd. <laughs> he's not even strong in his body. He shouldn't because he didn't work out like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, and he's aged as well. So that's one thing I've never understood about that character anyway. But um, he gets caught basically because the nanobots, as Mod said, takes over the tentacles. And then you see a small kind of glimpse of uh, Green Goblin yep. in his original suit. How'd that feel seeing that for the first time? I, I, I was guessed. Green Goblin in the whole Spider-Man series is one of my favorite characters. Trust me. Like, Who's your favorite villain? Green Goblin, probably. I don't know. Which, after watching that movie, it kind of, I don't know, recency bias, it makes me like him even more. So has it always been Green Goblin? Forget this movie. Before this movie, who was your favourite villain? Well, it, it might just be. In Spider-Man, in Spider-Man. Yeah. In all of them. Like, between him and Spider-Man. It's between him and Dr. Og, did you say? Yeah. Liam? Dr. Og maybe hit a different... But I, I don't know. I like Venom. Like, just... But like the Venom in Spider-Man Three, kind of. Addison. You like the Venom in Spider-Man Three? <laughs> I tell you, like the symbiote. I tell you, like don't judge, don't judge me in it. <laughs> Bro, that's a bit of a wild choice. I can't like a bit of contrarian choice, you know. That's a bit. You didn't like that 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 um that scene when Tobey Maguire was doing that, like. Oh my yeah. god, you actually like that scene? <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, I rewatched the Spider-Man. It's actually not that bad when you rewatched it. It's hilarious now. Do you know what's funny? The, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, it actually holds up really well. 
Yeah, it actually it actually up. holds up well. Like the stuff that you thought was cringe even at the time today is actually not that bad. It's, it's, it hits you in the heart. Like, is that a nostalgia talking though? I wonder if like a kid from today watched it, what would they feel about it? Well, fuck them. They don't know. They didn't grow up with this shit. I was in Spider-Man pajamas at like five or six. So like, you can't even. Fair enough. We we built this shit brick by brick. You know. <laughs> I funded this. Yeah, no, no, I hear that, man. I hear that. For me, for me, it's definitely Dr. Ock. I felt like their relationship between his Spider-Man and him is quite complex. Like, you know, father figure kind of turned on him and all of this. Um, but yeah, anyway, so he right when you see a glimpse of Green Goblin, they get transported back into Dr. Strange's, like, lair, where, again, Dr. Strange is just bullying this child and saying, it's all your fault, despite the fact that he fucked up the spell. And <laughs> says, oh, you need to go and catch all of these people. I've already caught the lizard guy. And so, yeah. obviously, this introduces the villain from the amazing Spider-Man. So, he, they catch the lizard guy and they kept making jokes about, oh, is he a dinosaur? Is he this? Is he that? Which, you know, I thought actually, I thought it worked quite well. It was pretty funny. Um, so, he gives him like a little gauntlet sort of thing. And says, you just need to zap them with this and he'll put them into these, these cages. Which, uh, I mean, so far, that seems like a pretty solid plan, right? Yeah, I'm liking it. Uh, it was very, like, uh, feel-good vibe. Because like, like, you went through like, a little bit of, like, tragic and a bit of darkness in the start. And then now you get into some, like, Disney-ish. No, mm. it was quite comedic. But this is Marvel, isn't it? You're always going to have that comedic aspect with Marvel. Mm. Like, I like how they build it up. Too, and them are kind of having a little bit of balance as well in there. So here's one thing that I didn't understand. Maybe you guys can explain it to me. But the way Doctor Strange kind of uh, explained and the way they explained it as a whole was all of these villains got taken moments before they died. Yeah. So yeah. does it even make any sense that Tom Key of, uh, sorry, Peter Parker keeps trying to... Um, rescue them so to speak or fix them because you're going to send them back and it's three seconds before they die what difference is it going to make they're going to die anyway no i don't know he, he was just basically trying to alter the timeline he goes maybe if i send them back when they're fixed it just you know the butterfly effect that even in those three seconds there might be enough for them to survive i think it was a good idea yeah i did i wasn't quite i didn't quite understand why they've done it in that way i mean if you're taking him just before he dies it doesn't matter what but you Doctor do. Strange didn't want that. Doctor Strange just wanted to send them back. It was Aunt May that was. This is the part that I'm not understanding. Why? Why is Peter like? Why is Peter not saying? Oh, by the way, because he's supposed to. Isn't he supposed to be like a super genius or whatever? He's really, he's really smart, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So surely you can put two and two together and figure out whatever I do, these guys and die anyway. Exactly. Personally, I didn't get that part either. But whatever. So nah, um, I didn't either. But. I can't lie. When we get to the scene where Green Goblin has his whole speech with Peter Parker, I really felt that. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, hold on. So, wh where are we now? So, he's gotten a uh, lizard. He's gotten Dr. Octopus. And then and uh, he's going out to go get Electro. Going to go get Electro. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, oh, at what moment did you guys realize, like, what was going to happen further down the movie? For me, it was actually right here because when Doctor Strange said to him, anyone who knows Peter Parker's real identity has now turned up here. Yeah. From multiple... Oh. In my head, in that moment, I said, okay, yeah, cool. We know what's going to happen next. You know what I mean? It's been... Everyone's been talking about this for years. You know, the other Spider-Men, all of this. I, I just Oh, knew yeah. So, like, we knew they were going to be in there, but, you know, you still were like, oh, I, 
for me, like spoilers don't matter to me. I just still like to see how it unfolds. Yes. Mm. But did you notice, like, when he was going to get Electro, that it was Sandman that was popping up? I thought that was going to be your question. Because I don't know if Sandman actually showed. No, no, I, I clocked it because again, you know, through the trailer, through this and that, we knew that Sandman was going to be in it. Yeah. So I actually thought that he was just going to solely go and fight Sandman. But then I thought, why would he fight Sandman? Isn't he like, isn't he a good guy now? Because that's yeah. how his whole arc was that he was a good guy. Which, to be fair, he did actually help him take down yeah. like, uh, Electro. What's your thoughts on Electro and the way they changed him up? They didn't really offer much of an explanation. They just said, yeah, he looks cool now. That's it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the way he is, it's more, I don't know. It's just literally, oh, shit. What's the actor called? Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. It's just Jamie Foxx being himself. He's not playing like a yeah, nerd or anything. Yeah, it's just Jamie Foxx being comedic and funny. Yeah, pretty much. I, I thought, like, it worked. Bro, they just slapped some, like, Tims on him, gave him a good hairline <laughs> in this one. I said, yeah, there you go. No explanation whatsoever. Yeah, he's, he's... I love how they kept the one-liners and he kept saying, I, I feel different. I look good. Hey, yeah, hey, what hey. was that? About? This that new, new. I was like, what the fuck is this guy saying, bro? <laughs> <laughs> is that new? <laughs> It's like, it's like the, the writers of Power Room or something. Like, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Whenever, whenever he looked at any form of electricity, he looked at it, looked at, ah, he looked at it like crack. He was looking real strange, you know what I mean? Like, oh my, I, I won't say it now, but you know about the late part of the arc reactor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, when he sees it, you can see yeah, that yeah. sign going there, mad foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, anyway, he, get, he catches... Sandman and uh, Electro via the help of Sandman puts them all into this into this little cage sort of thing and then Green Goblin right so it's kind of revealed to us that Norman Osborn in this reality comes to his senses realizes that he's Green Goblin smashes his mask and looks for help and he sees a poster of Feast which is where uh, our May works and he yeah. sees a post of Spider-Man. So he goes down there. He starts talking to May, explaining the situation. He says, I need help. Yep. Spider-Man goes down there thinking he's going to attack May realizes that, oh, no, this guy is just basically bipolar. Um, and so he takes him back with him to Doctor Strange's, like, layer. Doctor yep. Strange says to him, I'm reversing this spell. Here's this box. All you got to do is press this button. And they all go back. And that's the end of it. Yep. But May tells Pia, you need to help these people out. You can't just send them back. Yeah, basically, yeah, this is what Aunt May is like, I don't know. Again, it's kind of stupid, bro. What's he got to do, Peter, right now, man? He's to mind business, that's what I was thinking of. Like, yeah, 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 I was like, oh, May, you're, you're doing too much to send them back home. But you know how they were saying, like, child endangerment? You would have worked then. You know how they were saying to her when they were interrogating her, you were going to get you for child endangerment? I'm thinking, good, bruv. Like, this woman's literally giving this kid more work to do for no reason. Like, it's not his beef. But, um, so, he, uh, you know, Dr. Strange says this to him. Obviously, Peter being Peter, he decides, no, I'm going to take this box from you and I'm not going to let you do it. They start doing all the ninjutsu in the Shadow Realm. <laughs> and he defeats Doctor Strange via uh, basic mathematics, trigonometry and that. Uh, has him suspended over the Grand Canyon and steals his ring. They kind of, I feel like they kind of turfed his character a little bit there. Like they, they made him a bit turfed. What am I thinking? Nerfed. You know, they, they made his character like kind of weak there, no? Because... I, th- I think that they made it look as if like Doctor Strange nothing without his ring. Yeah, I didn't like that, man. We know that's not the case, but... Bro, he's so OP, like, and, you know, he, he is arguably, like, the strongest, one of the strongest characters in, in Marvel at the moment. But you're getting fists up by a, what, a 16, 17-year-old? 
in your own ends. Like he took him to the mirror realm or whatever. In your <laughs> yeah, own yeah. ends, you got you got violated. He's more for reality, throwing him in an infinite pool. You know when he dropped him for a, like he was falling and he put a portal. He was like, yeah, yeah. I played that game portal, portal two. Portal. portal, yeah, he portal two him. Yeah, like you just infinite portal. He's just falling nonstop. Like, and the cape. I'm not gonna. I like this cape. The way he, the cape, the cape was flying as well, saving people. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, like I actually really like the cinematography of it all, but I just felt like, why is Doctor Strange getting his ass handed to him by this child? And like the way Peter clocked it was like, oh yeah, this is basically like my trigonometry class, and he basically he used like GCSE maths to beat Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm thinking if it's that easy, what the fuck? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, basically. Now I mean, that one there was a violation. You know, I can't lie to you. He violated, him, took his ring and everything, took his chain basically, and just walked off. <laughs> Shouldn't have been there. Came to his ends and did that. In his well. ends, bro. Left him in the shadow realm or wherever the fuck it took him. And that's it. So that was a bit mad for me. You know? I don't know. I don't know what you guys thought on that whole like scene was. Was it out of character for Peter to do something like that? Was it in character? What do you think about Doctor Strange getting clapped I think like he was that? Emotionally manipulated by Aunt May. And then he acted out. Mm. Poor, poor guy, poor guy. But yeah. Um, then he what takes all of them back to Happy Zone. Again, yeah. another aspect I don't understand. If the lizard guy is going to be in the truck anyway, yeah, why are you taking him out of the kit? He's, he's a fucking lizard. Like, you, you don't know if yeah, you can trust him. You just, do you know what I mean? You just keep him there. He didn't even need to take all of them. He could have just taken one of them. Yeah, no. take one at a time, fix him, send him on his way. Why are you, like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. It's like you got six villains, six super villains in your house and you showed him your you you them maybe them, because yeah. if Doctor Strange comes back he's just gonna come straight there and catch them that's why I mean you've literally taken my man's ring and everything like that's another thing I thought it was a bit out of character for like Peter to just leave him stranded there like that because as far as he knows without the ring without you know all of that he's stuck there forever and Peter doesn't know how to go <laughs> back in game my man just left him for dead and <laughs> you know what I mean like that was a bit crazy but all right, let's say he didn't want to leave them all in Doctor Strange's house. So he takes them all to Happy's house. He's got the, you know, the arc reactor, the machine to make, yeah. make a solution for each of, the, each of the guys. And he's got Norman Osborn, obviously a super genius, and Dr. Octavius, once they cure him, again, another super genius, helping him out. He cures Dr. Octopus with relative ease because I guess even in the original trilogy, it was just a case of the chip had yeah, malfunctioned, right? Yeah, yeah. So the chip would mal malfunction. So he fixes the chip. Dr. Octavius, now good guy. Great, fantastic. But what I'm not getting is you know that this guy has told you himself, I'm bipolar. I can switch at any minute. <laughs> You're not supervising him at all, bro. What's going on? Trust me, like, and you can tell he's, he's scheming. Like, he turned and no one noticed. And it's, his, it's when his face changes. Like, the actor does a really good job of, like, changing. Do you, do you know what the actor done originally to portray the, the fact that he was Green Goblin? So he was wearing prosthetics to make his teeth look, like, straight and nice like that when he was playing Norman Osborn. But when yeah. he's Green Goblin, he takes the prosthetic teeth out and he, they're all wonky and jagged because, obviously, it's just his regular teeth, right? They're not yeah. as straight. And so that's when he's Green Goblin. So when he pulls the same face, but where the teeth suddenly look different, he just looks more menacing. Oh, that's true. I didn't notice that, do yeah, yeah, so that's like, there you go. That's a bit of trivia there for you. And uh, so obviously Dr. Octopus is talking to him like, yeah, we're going to get rid of Green Goblin as well. And then he turns around and he looks at him. I'm like, yeah, he's Green Goblin. Like, yeah, surely yeah. someone, surely you can recognize. <laughs> no, but like they made it kind of obvious because you see like a little green 
tinge going around like the pupil of his eyes. So you're like, ah, shit, it's all, it's all done. I'm thinking you got to supervise these men a bit better because on one side you got um, Electro talking to Sandman talking about, oh, yeah, I don't want to go back and all of this. And then on the yeah, other yeah. side, you got Norman just unsupervised in a lab with a supercomputer. <laughs> yeah, doing whatever he wants. So he, he creates like a, what is it, like a battery sort of thing that he atta- attaches to Electro where it takes yeah, away take his... take away all the electricity, just leaving him on like a basic, leaving him as a basic human, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, you, you know, know he was not about that. that this is what I'm saying, he was so... <laughs> He was looking outside the window at the skylights, and was, he, I was thinking, I was thinking at the time, he's just gonna jump out, and just straight. That's right exactly there. what I was thinking, bro. I'm thinking there's nothing to stop. Like again, zero supervision. Armay just walking around offering people fucking water. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, bro? And I then anyway, kind of dead as well. Do you want? Oh, do you want? Yeah, you're an octopus, you aren't you? Water or do you? Yeah. Want... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that side of Marvel I don't like the ch- super cheesy joke. What who's that catered to? A three-year-old? Like who, who the fuck would find that funny? You know what I mean? It's it's just a very whatever thing. Um anyway, and so then what ends up happening is Green Goblin obviously turns on Peter. Um, he frees Electro from the little battery thing, and basically they just go on to clap. Nah, Electro is like, nah, it is that speech that he does. Well, he says we're gods. Yeah, basically. yeah, which was a good throwback. That yeah. was a good throwback, actually, because in the second, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two, Electro refers to himself as "I am a god." Like, I'm, go- I'm a god, basically. Yeah, I'm gonna become pure energy and all of this. And so when it's he hears that, you know, he's got an ally in Green Goblin who's saying, "We are gods. We don't need to ask for this shit." That's yeah, what- we take what we want. And exactly. Then- that was kind of gas. I would have run through a brick wall for that man in that moment. You know, what I mean? <laughs> right. this is what I mean. I Oh, if I would have, if I had any power, I would have become a villain right now. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> they dot again. But in this part again, I didn't quite understand what Sandman's motivations were because yeah, he's a good guy. Like, I was thinking, he, he doesn't want though. to be cured. He doesn't want to be cured. Yeah, but why not? Because in the original one, he he kind of like the whole thing was that he was just trying to find inner peace, and he doesn't actually get killed by Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. He kind of just disappears into the mist when he's at terms with his life and what he's done yeah i don't know sandman was just a bit of a weird one when he saw everyone bust out he's like yeah, yeah i'm gonna bust out as well did you know that it was actually all just voice acting for both the lizard and for sandman even in the final scene where they actually turn back into human and you see their faces it's yeah. literally they've taken footage from the original movies what? yeah if you put them side by side it's the exact same hand actions and same same movements it's they just put cgi to make it seem like they were in a different location <laughs> so those guys are never they were saving money on this yeah they were saving money or what i don't know why they didn't just get the same actors maybe the actors look a lot different now than they did when the movie was filmed yeah. i'm not sure but i mean they've done de-aging for dr octopus and you know that seemed pretty seamless so i don't know why they didn't do it for the others well the agent they de-aged uh, Doctor Octopus. How did you do that? Well, like, what can, like so if you did, you watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. No, I actually haven't. You know, I didn't. Yeah, so basically, they've done this like with a couple characters in the past where they get like an actor who's a lot older and they just do CGI to make them look a lot younger. Oh, okay. Like Doctor Octopus it was actually quite seamless because you know I, until I said it, maybe you didn't realize, right? So yeah, he definitely looks younger. He looks 
because it's the moment from which they supposedly died in the yeah. original trilogy, right? If you bring the guy back 20 years later, you can't expect him to look the same. So you have to do a bit Even, of CGI. Um, Even Norman Osborn, he looks... This is the thing. I don't know if they've done CGI on him, though, because he looks the fucking same. That guy hasn't aged at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> he looks the exact same. Um, um, but yeah, anyway, all the villains break loose and they start clapping Pia. Like, the way Green Goblin beat this boy within an inch of his life was actually cool. hilarious. He was power driving him through like only four that, fours. He was giving him a whole speech at the same time. Trust me. Yeah, you know when the villain beats up the protagonist <laughs> and he's giving him a speech, you know it's long. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking the old Spider-Man beat this guy way better than you did. Man. Like he, he was probably beating him with disappointment. He's like, Toby wouldn't have, wouldn't have been disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Toby definitely would have put up a better fight than that, man. That was ridiculous. He, he was just getting like, the, the guy was doing wrestling moves on him, bro. It was ridiculous. Like, he, he was he power driving like, him. He was up. He Sorry? He to the ground floor. That's how many floors he went for it. No, he got wrecked. Yeah, there he, was a point where Lizard Man came through and just gave him a quick one-two as well and then dip. You know, no yeah, just ran up on him, punched him one, two times, and left. <laughs> he didn't even, you know what? There was no need for that because Peter Park, like he, did, Spider-Man didn't even like capture him. He was already there, so he didn't... Yeah, that was all Doctor Strange. He, Peter wasn't even involved with him at all. <laughs> so, as you mentioned, Peter gets clapped all the way down to the ground floor. He's he's on the floor. Uh, he's facing Norman. And Aunt May pops up out of nowhere and tries to give him the little uh, syringe of supposedly the cure. Yeah, the um, Which Norman Osborn created himself. <laughs> so clearly it's yeah. not a cure. Why would you even bother to? You're a normal person. Your, your nephew is a superhero. Just let him deal with it. No, she gets involved. And uh, long story short, after a lot of dialogue, Aunt May is dead. Okay? Yeah. What do you guys think about that scene? Were you yeah, emotional in it? Coming. Huh? I, ne- I never thought she'll be the Uncle Ben for the scene. For, I for thought scene. Happy was going to be the Uncle Ben. I thought Happy was the one dying as well. That know. was a good secret from them. The way they done it in the trailer, it really alluded to the explosion killing Happy, not her. Yeah. Wait, wait. wait what? Was- killed Happy? Sorry? Wait, what? Happy died? No, <laughs> no, no, no. We're saying the trailer made it look like Happy was. Oh, uh, I was thinking, wait, what part of this movie was this at the? Because I was thinking Happy was alive. <laughs> no, man, no, Happy, Happy didn't die, but it was. Um, uh, you know when she said the great with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah that, that's you're when dead. you knew she was. I, I knew she. This, this one, this one right here, this is a goner. There's no way she's <laughs> <laughs> not gonna make it. She's not gonna make it. Don't call it ambulance. What do you think about his acting in that scene? I thought it was great. Like, he showed another level to his acting and just the complexity of the character. So I really actually did like that scene. No, nah, it was a good scene. But then the whole time I was thinking, Aunt, Aunt May, this is your own fault, you know? You try, no why, why are you trying to make this kid do this for? Like, like Green Goblin said, all he's doing is right now, he's trying to do, um, he's white knighting basically for you. There's no need for this. This is what I mean. I just, I wasn't really feeling the whole motivation. I just didn't understand what the motive was to try and cure this guy. Like, it just didn't make sense. And now you're dead. And now your nephew has to live with that forever. It's just long, right? He's such an evil old man. So he's old. Why are you curing him? Just finish him. <laughs> nah, that was the problem. The problem is, I don't know. Army was doing a bit too much, man. She, this is where sympathy gets you killed. As a, like, like, you're being that sympathetic, empathetic. And this guy's clearly a villain for a reason, though. Like, Spider-Man doesn't have normal super, normal villains. So if you know he's a villain from another Spider-Man universe. No, but, but like Aaron was saying, like, 
even if you save them, they're most likely still going to die. Yeah, just go back. Even though he's, he, might, he might have been cured by his bipolar or whatever, but he would have gone back and been impelled by his own... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bro, it's, 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 it's just hilarious that one child has this many ops. You are a child, bro. What are you doing, like? <laughs> I want to do what I want. No, I'm saying, because I can hear. Ah, that's me, sorry. No, nah, it, it was the mod, witch. Mod, mod, mod. Okay, the, the witch is up. Oh, yeah, oh, there you go. We can review the witcher in the future, but... um. So where are we now? So what's happened now? Aunt so, May's dead. Uh, Aunt May's dead. Fast forward. Well, with Ned and Zendaya. Well, Ned and Zendaya, they're at his grandma's yard. Yeah, like, yeah remind me if I'm forgetting any scenes, right? But yeah, yeah, Ned Zana, has... Yeah. The Ned has the ring, ring, right? And he mentioned to Doctor Strange earlier that his mother told him that there's some magic in his family, right? So, okay, right. Let's 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 talk this through because I I hated this scene. I thought it was a horrible scene. So how we're introduced to Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in this in the kitchen? <laughs> it's just in a kitchen, and it's like so Ned suddenly knows how to do portals out of nowhere. Apparently, super yes, easy. accident. He was talking to Zendaya, and then he did the arm movements, and it kind of opened a small portal. And then they were like, "But do you know what's mad though? Because it's like Doctor Strange was struggling so much to open up a portal because they were talking about how you know it does, it's not about physically your hands being messed up. It's like mentally you need to be in this specific mind frame to be able to open up these portals. Yeah, and then Ned, you, just the first time he tries it, just cash, just because he was waving his hands, he manages to do it. What the fuck? No, no, but I, I might be wrong, but I remember in Doctor Strange, they say like, when you really clearly see someone or have a desire, then you can use it to open the portal of what you're seeing. So he obviously really wants to see his best friend, Peter. So obviously when he said Peter Parker, so that scene, I kind of, I, I can see how it's worked. Okay, fine. Let's say, let's say we agree that you know he can do it. Cool, whatever. So he says, Peter, 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 and then you see a long alleyway. At the end of the alleyway, you see a Spider Man. Yeah. But he doesn't look like our Spider Man. Well, at least this this universe is Spider Man. And before yeah. you know it, Andrew Garfield Spider Man walks through the portal, right? Yeah. What was the reaction from the cinema? How was your reaction? How did you feel seeing Andrew Garfield? Now, I was, again, like I said, cinema was dead. dead. Was dead These men are just, they, they, they were not having fun watching the movie, maybe. But I was super excited. Like, I, visit, I vividly, I remember just going, ooh, shit. <laughs> like, damn, like, I knew, I knew it was something good happening. You know what? I think it's like a UK thing where no one wants to be called out for looking like a dickhead. But in my cinema, it was the same, bro. No one was like, no one was really giving it the energy. And I was like, uh, I mean, yeah, the vibe was kind of off. I didn't really, you know. And also, but you know what I didn't like about that scene? It was so anticlimactic. After like years of these rumors of, oh, they're going to bring in all the Spider-Man, man just like casually walks into the kitchen like, okay. <laughs> Nah, like, it wasn't a high stakes moment it wasn't anything like you know super amazing it wasn't like an amazing moment like, it wasn't like for example when uh, uh four came through the portal and said bring me Thanos." i was expecting a moment like that you know what i mean yeah, i was expecting him to be getting beat i mean no one's getting beat by goblin i was expecting another web to come out from nowhere 
and exactly like that. Like, okay, like if it happened there, all right, yeah, I could see that as well. That would have been maybe a better place, but then Ahmed oh, does a better so it doesn't work. Yeah, but like this is what I'm saying. Like, I just felt it was a bit anticlimactic. And then obviously, once he comes through, they say, Oh, do it again, do it again. And I was like, Okay, well, here we go. This is where my heart went heavy. Yeah, yeah this on. is this is where the goat gets involved. You know what I mean? This is when the, the little boys, the spider boys can sit down because spider man <laughs> is about to turn up. Do you know what I mean? And uh <laughs> but Toby Maguire looks so old though. He does. But he yeah, has, like a he father, has a father figure there. Like, that was father figure Spider-Man turned the other young. Oh, yeah, it, it's true, it's true. I mean, to, bro, to be fair, what the movie came out 20 something years ago, and he was he was 30 or something back then. This guy's like 50 now, isn't he? I mean, he still looks pretty good for his age. No, nah, he definitely looks good for his age. What did you think of his acting though? I felt like I don't know if it was because they told him to act that way or not, but he seemed kind of like spaced out throughout the movie. I was like, he kind of looks a little like the way it he was speaking like, was quite slow and stuff. Yeah, it felt like in Spider-Man, like I don't know, from the first movie where he was just a bit awkward. In the first mm. movie, kind of felt like that again. Yeah, it felt a bit awkward watching him at times, but you know, that's our Spider Man, that's the guy that we grew up on. Yeah. I so, felt, you know, I, I mean, felt proud, man. I was like, I felt like I was being powerless. I, I cried when he came by the pool. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you was, were really feeling this scene there. I was yeah, like, Toby, I was, I was shouting in his thing, I was like, Toby, yeah. Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Toby nah, um, yeah, that was good. I, I really enjoyed, like, do you know what? When you see like Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland as well, when they sort of like interact with one another, I thought it was like really wholesome scenes. Yeah, it's right. Web slinging. Like, how does that? They were talking about the web cartridges, and then like Toby yeah, Maguire, yeah. So like, so straight after they then to meet, they go meet Tom Holland, who's cra- oh, that. That's another good bit where they're like, oh, what's your favorite part to go sulk, basically. Oh, and they were comparing. And he said, I go to the Chrysler building. He said, I went Empire State. Yeah. And then Zendaya says, oh, I know where, you know, our Peter is. And they go onto the roof of the school. Um, and then they kind of explain, oh, I lost my MJ, which is Gwen Stacy. Oh, I lost yeah. my Uncle Ben. And obviously he's lost. Well, Andrew Garfield also lost Uncle Ben, but okay. Yeah, I can't lie. I'm thinking, <laughs> bro, you lost your Uncle Ben and your parents too. You can bring that up. But I guess actually technically he didn't because there was a deleted scene from the, the Amazing Spider-Man where his dad actually isn't dead. Okay. Yeah, so some people might know this. Again, another bit of trivia that I'll sprinkle in there. So in the original, uh, the um, not the original, the Amazing Spider-Man, there, there's a deleted scene at the end where Andrew Garfield's dad turns up. So Peter Parker's dad isn't dead in that in that universe. Um, that being said, bro, my man got over the death of his aunt real quick. Nah, he was still bro, they murked your aunt and you're like, nah, yeah, nah, I nah, won't nah, kill nah. him two he, minutes he later. What the fuck, bro? No, no, no. I I can see that. He was like, for the greater good, I need to focus on catching these guys first. Bro, they touched your aunt and you're, you're letting man <laughs> walk. What the fuck, bro? Nah, he wasn't though. He said, I want to dead this man. And then this basically convinced him not to, bro. That was kind of nah, mad. Nah, like, nah, was nah. Just... Obviously, man was like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I won't tell him, I won't So they, they go into the school. This is, okay, I feel like I'm just complaining about the whole movie. I did like it, but they go into the school, right? That and has just, like mad science lab all of a Apparently, this yeah. is the most well-funded school in, in all of the world. And they managed to create a cure for every single character within like, what, an hour or two? Because it's all happening on the same day, right? Yeah, basically, yeah, so then I'm thinking, like, if it was this easy for you, man, to create, like, an anti-serum for Green Goblin, for Sandman, for all of this, why don't you do that in your original movies, bro? But I think what it is, like, I think Andrew Garfield says it, like, I've done this before, so I can do it so much easier this time. 
I, I mean, no, that. with the lizard one was the only one that I kind of thought made sense. The rest of them, I was kind of like, really? No, I mean, I guess, I guess actually with Electro, they had the magnet already, right? Yeah. But also, think I, I, the way I think about it, it's like with Tobey Maguire looking so old, it's like for him, he's already dealt with Dr. Octavius and like Osborne and all that so many years ago. So like for him, he's already thought of like a possible cure that he could have cured him in the past. Mm. So that's always in the back of his head. Same with Andrew Garfield. Like he's already like dealt with these guys, already beaten them and it's, time has already passed, like a long time. You can see because they've all aged. So you would assume that maybe they're looking on it it was it was a the setup was a bit fugazi for me. It was like kind of like you know in the Fast and Furious where they um use sellotape to sellotape the car up and go into space. <laughs> that that was a vibe it was giving. I'm like, you're not you're in a school lab. You got a Bunsen burner and some fucking methanol when you're telling me you made all of these cures. Like what the hell? Nah, and the c- computer. Did you know this computer was running there? I'm pretty sure it's XP. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? like XP it was, it was. computer and everything. That that computer was yeah. What did you feel about the dynamic between the different Spider-Men, though? No, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I I loved every single second they were on screen together. Same. I really enjoyed, like, the way they were interacting with one another. And as, like, Liam said, Toby kind of was the more, like, father figure-ish guy. He was the older one. And, obviously, Andrew Garfield would seem like the one with the most anxiety about the whole situation. Like, he seemed, <laughs> like, really insecure and everything. Like um, a middle child. Yeah, well, he was giving proper middle child vibes. And then obviously Tom Golden Boyd, you know what I mean? They're all surrounding him and helping him out. And, you know, we're going to get through this. Uh, so then they go to the Empire State Building, right? Then there's nothing else happened in between? No, they go to the Statue of Liberty. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, st- sorry. The Statue of Liberty. And it's got the Captain America shield. They were trying yeah. to put that on there. Uh, and, oh, yeah. So Tom calls up the Daily Bugle and says, you know, this is where I'm going to be. Come get me, basically. Basically, yeah. Catch me outside. Catch these hands, bitch. How about that? Yeah. Uh, so they go to the Empire State Building. Again, I said the wrong one. Not the Empire State Building. What was it again? Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Oh, that's it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mean. This is where the leaked picture came from. You know, the, Disney are snaky, you know, because they, you know, when that picture leaked of Andrew Garfield on the scaffolding, mm. they released a whole video on YouTube pretending to be a guy who created a hoax. No way. Yeah, so they done like a video on YouTube where this random guy was like, "Oh, here's how I tricked the internet," and it showed him like faking Andrew Garfield being on the scaffolding. I thought what they did, they just put Tom Holland in there instead. No, no, no. Like you know, this pic, there was a picture of uh, Andrew Garfield holding the scaffolding in his Spider-Man suit, and they were saying, "Oh, look, he's in the new movie." Disney went out of their way to get a guy to create a YouTube video saying, oh, here's how I faked it for the, and like literally just showing him editing out a different picture to make it look like that. I'm thinking that's commitment, boy, because they got the money. Bro, yeah, they got the like, money for that shit. They didn't pay the, for the actors to come back for Lizard and Sandman and said, cool, we'll, we'll, we'll do this <laughs> instead. That's what cut into their budget. Yeah, so probably, probably. But uh, yeah, so they, they were having this whole conversation and that's where the whole thing happened about the uh, where does the web come from? And then Tom asked him, does it come from your wrists or does it just come from other places as well? That, I thought <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. That's yeah. what, what's your guys' thoughts on that? Do you like the web blasters or do you like the fact that it's actually, like he, he can create himself organically? I think in all the Spider-Mans, they've always had web blasters. I think there was a small comic run where they he he had the organic one, but like generally speaking, it has always been web blasters. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the web blasters obviously just make more sense and it's just more true to the... 
See, I don't really care about it being true to the comics. I feel like the organic one makes more sense because you've got every single ability that a spider has, but you can't make webs. How does that make sense? It's more convenient. Well. Yeah, Joe, you know, it's more convenient as well. Like Andrew Garfield talking about, yeah, I had to keep going back to the lab and making more of it. Imagine you have to fight your op, but you're like, no, nah, hold on, let me go and <laughs> let me go and make myself some webs. Like, you see, <laughs> do you know what I mean? When he said that as well, it sounded like he was in the kitchen of some pyrex. That's literally what it was. Um, no, that, that, that was a really good scene. But also, like, uh, when Toby Maguire is complaining about his back, and that like, Andrew Garth was like, whoa, 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 I've got this problem as well. Let me crack your back. That was nice. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that. I that, was so that was a wholesome scene. That, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, all in all, I thought I thought that whole built bit leading up to the fight was pretty good. Do you know what's hilarious? Yeah, that, let's talk about the fight now, but. Basically, what happened in my cinema was halfway through the fight, the screen went and the sound was there. So everyone walked out and they're complaining, saying, no, stop the sound, stop the sound, restart it, blah, blah, all of this. People were doing like uh, hand puppets uh, <laughs> on the big screen and stuff. And uh, yeah, eventually they rewound it. But then I ended up watching the main fight like two times because they rewound it too much. So yeah. I had to like rewatch the whole thing twice and it kind of was a bit annoying by the time. I'm like, come on, I just want to see what happens that's next. Why you never yeah. like the movie as much. Mate, that could have affected it. I think TikTok had fucking guessing the whole thing affected me a lot. And so did that yeah. part. I think it took away from the final scene for me. But what did you guys think about the final, like, the way they took on the villains? Did you feel like it was a good fight that, or not? That man was a waste of time. Who? Sandman. Yeah, I felt that was over too quickly, man. Um, yeah. Too easy. Too easy, bro. Too Electro easy. That was cash well. money. Electro was so easy. Again, yeah, Electro like was so... Once, once Dr. Ogg got involved, it was just like, okay... Do you know what I mean? It's just whatever. I feel like he was. He should have been god level with the arc reactor. This one, I feel like he should have been melting stuff about which electricity was just discharging. Yeah, I feel like the thing wasn't enough. Like the the um, like the the, the power level level feeling. It wasn't right. Yeah, the power levels weren't. It wasn't giving what I was hoping it would give. Basically, I, I guess because there's three Spider Man and that like, you have a, a whole like little bit of where like. They can't work te- fight properly as a team, and then there's then they all of a sudden they fix that. Yeah, that was very quick as well. How they he just but I know how to work in the team, and he doesn't explain anything. He did just jump into the fight. Yeah, he just said trust one another. That's all he said, bro. They, this is what I mean. This is the thing that I. This is the reason why I don't really feel like this movie was as good as it's been said because there were so many like moments where it felt rushed, or you know, like the the pacing of it just wasn't wasn't there and the stakes weren't as high in the in the in this final fight i feel like as soon as i saw like all three of them swinging at the same time and there's some madness and then all i did together i was gassed but this is what they want mod they want to use your nostalgia (laughs) against you bro they want to use that against you they all landed and i'm like yeah they got me damn (laughs) shit that that was good What did you guys think of when Electro lost his arc reactor? Because obviously, um, Dr. Octopus rips it off of him and puts the you know original one in. Basically, Dr. Octopus soloed them. That was that's how it ended, yeah. it ended really. Yeah, he, it was a quick fix. It was a, he was a quick, it was a quick fix. He just turned up and bish bash bosh finished it all off. Um, what did you guys feel like when he said, Oh, I thought you would be black? Was do you think that that's basically them hinting at yeah, oh, soon I, we're gonna I, have I Miles Morales? On, I was gonna touch on the Miles Morales like bit that he yeah. spoke about. I thought that was really good. And obviously, we got Spider Verse Two coming out as well. So mm, can't wait for that. I think they're hinting at the next Spider Man having a Miles. That would be good, as long as it's not Michael B. Jordan. 
<laughs> bro, I, I, this guy, he's such an industry plant. Just get him out of here, please. Oh no, I'll be pissed. You know, like nothing against him if you ever like does listen to this. Should I get? Should I give you some <laughs> trivia? Should I give? I don't think he's gonna listen to this, but should I give you some trivia about Miles okay. Morales? So in the TV show Community, Donald Glover wears a Spider-Man outfit. Yeah. So he's like, I'm Black Spider-Man, right? The people who created Miles Morales use that as like kind of um, what they drew from to create the character. So in essence, Miles Morales is based off of Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. And so that scene... Totally yeah, and, that's, and that scene in Community Gambino. led to it. Damn, it's influential, that show, you know. And the Russo brothers were, they, they were the ones who created that show. Or they were the ones who were front runners for that show. So obviously there's that link between Marvel there as well. Yeah. And so obviously if Donald Glover was still young, I would have liked him to be Miles Morales. Why, why can't we just get like an old Miles Morales that comes through and is like doing a Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if they ever, but the thing is he was in one of the Spider-Man movies where I think he's playing Miles Morales' uncle because he references, oh, I've got a nephew as well so you know i feel like miles morales is gonna play the uncle but who plays the you know in your head is there an actor that you're thinking of that could possibly play miles morales i have one but i want to hear who you guys think should play i haven't thought about it but do you know what the one thing marvel is very good at is casting they have been spot on with pretty much everyone so far so do you have have anyone in mind i'll be happy what what age range would you think I think he has to be a kid again, isn't it? Like teenager, someone who can pull off teenager. I can't think of anyone to be honest like, at this moment, like that age. So I have uh, one kid in mind. So you know the one uh, kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. Caleb McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> McLaughlin. Yeah. I feel like he could play a good Miles Morales. But then again, Miles Morales is kind of. He's of mixed heritage, so obviously I don't know if they want to get like a mixed actor as well. But you know, I'm not too sure about that. But I feel like he would be a good actor for that role. Personally, in my head, that's who I would cast. But then again, they might go for like a Tom Holland type casting, where it's someone we have no idea about, just randomly turns up. Might end up like that, to be fair, right? Because no one knew who Tom Holland was, bro. He's English as well. That's why I didn't. Oh, you didn't know he was English. No, I saw him in an interview. I see his accent. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, Bro, half the actors in Hollywood, <laughs> you think they're you think they're American, and turns out they're English anyway. So you know, but yeah. uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Miles Morales, man. I'm hoping that he is in the in the you know MCU, and we actually see a live action version of him. That being yeah. said, Into the Spider Verse, I'm gonna put it out there. I think that's top two Spider Man movies. Yeah, but, definitely, definitely. For me that, personally, that such a good movie. But anyway, before we get to start ranking stuff, let's just talk about the last bit here. This is the finale. We're in the final stretch now. So all of the villains, apart from... Sorry? We have MJ now falling off the building. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. So again, TikTok guessed this, and it happened exactly as they said it would. So again, it took away from the thrill for me. But uh, you see MJ falling down in the same way that Gwen Stacy fell down in The Amazing Spider-Man. Tom Holland can't catch her. But surprise, surprise, Andrew Garfield does catch her. And then he has like a whole emotional moment where he says, are you okay? And she says, yes. And you can see the sadness in his face because he, he knows he couldn't save his Gwen, but he saved I can't lie. Again, like TikTok might have ruined it, but I think it's just the kind of person I am. I don't care if there's spoilers. It's just like how it's done. 
And like that bit, that scene, it was like as he was jumping across and Tom Holland got stopped, and I saw Andrew Garfield, like me and my brother at the same time was like, we we nearly held hands. That's how excited we were because he was about to do it. He was about to save MJ. And we're like, shit, he, he's done it, man. And then when we caught him, I was like, yo, I was sweating. I was like, this is it. <laughs> what you couldn't do for Gwen. I was emotionally invested in that scene so much. I mean, it was, it was a very good scene, but like I said, it was kind of ruined for me by TikTok. So I'm one of those people who, if I have a spoiler for something, I just, it kind of ruins it for me. How do you feel, Liam, when you saw it? Well, I don't use TikTok, innit? So all of this was new to me. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I saw it, but I'm not going to, I wasn't attached to the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man too much. Okay. Uh, not, I don't know why, there was nothing, nothing, it didn't do it for me, like, emotionally. Like, I was watched, I enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, maybe when I watched, I wasn't really paying attention. I don't know, I must have not been paying attention too much or just didn't feel... The too. reason why I think I liked it so much is because after watching the first Spider-Man, I really hated MJ. And I thought Gwen was such a good character. Mm. And then when she died, I was really upset, obviously. You know, we're going to do a whole bunch of rankings real quick at the end with regards to all of these different things. But um, let's just move on. Green Goblin is a menace, blood. Like, he managed to put the bomb into the flipping box to reverse the spell... In this is split of us, like you know, just in a split second, and it really fucked everything up. <laughs> you can't lie. He is he is good at his job, isn't it? He yeah, does, he understood the assignment, bro. He's a good villain. He does his job. You cannot hear if you were to be like try and take be evil and you need someone to join your team, you would go look for him because you know he's on the he's, uh, he, he's just done such a good job, like the I'm actor like, as well, I, yeah. I enjoyed Green Goblin so much. And even that last fight that um, um, Tom Holland has with the Green Goblin as well. It's like, especially like when he starts licking him, like, this is for Aunt May. Like the combo <laughs> is inspired. I was like, I felt that. I was like, this is what I want. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was giving a two-piece, bro. Maybe, maybe <laughs> punching him up like there's no he's way around it. No, like, at that point, it was like Tom Holland was not holding back. He was hitting him full strength. But that. He did want to go in for the killer killer shot there. Um, yeah. And actually, there was another reference there that you might have picked up on, you might not have. This might have been a deleted scene, I can't quite remember, but Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man also picked up the glider that his mm. Green Goblin dropped and was about to impale his, his Green Goblin with the glider, but then he, I, he stops himself. So I think I feel like they were referencing that a little bit when he picked up, you know, Willem uh, Dafoe's yeah. glider and was about to nank him. And then yeah. obviously Andrew Garfield turns up. No, it's Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire stopped him. Yeah, but yeah, Toby Maguire stopped because Toby and Garfield are looking. Oh, sorry, yeah, Toby Maguire stopped me. Yeah. When I when they both looked to like concerned parents, I was like, oh man, this is going to. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, do you know why I, I love to- Toby Maguire Spider Man? This this boy can hold leaks. He got stabbed, yeah, through the spine or whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've been stabbed before. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. And he's got the least tech. He's just got a normal costume. Like, um, Bro, so man yeah, swings in on his little little, little spandex and says, yeah, I'm here to save the baby. That's it. Like, nothing yeah. else. Just spandex. No no body armor, no nothing. And no cartridge. No, there's no tech to his. He literally is just a costume. If you think about it. The other guys have to put some... Bro, he even makes there. his own web, bruv. <laughs> No, when when he was about to kill it, when he was about to um, kill Green Goblin, and then Tony Toby stopped him, I was like, "Oh no, Toby, no!" And then when he got stabbed, I was like, I, "Then I literally felt depression right there." I, I was thinking, "Man, Toby McGuire's gonna die in front of me." Yeah, I thought Toby was gonna die as well. If he died there. I swear to God, I would. I would have walked out. I was done. 
I would have like, yeah, I would have said this movie doesn't count. I'm not counting it as canon. It's done. No, I would have complained. You know, I would have been pissed. I like you can't bring him back after this long to kill yeah, him. Yeah, just to kill him off. Nah, I would. No, I'd never watch Spider Man again. Like. Now, nah, l- luckily, my boy can hold licks in it, so he, he firmed that. Big boy, right? There, that's Toby, big Tobes. And then what happens after that? And then, oh, then you have this fucking ending. That ending, I have a, I have a few theories as to why they've done that ending that way. But basically, you know, Doctor Strange says every single villain in your universe but, is about but, to yeah, ascend on us. Go, go same. Um, look, the, the only way you can save us is... If everyone forgets who I am, like literally everyone in the known universe forgets who Peter Parker is. Who do you think was in that? You know when they said like he said that and the sky was breaking and you could see like the shadow of the only one I really saw was the rhino. That that's the only one that I recognized. I couldn't figure out the other ones. I I wasn't too sure. But the rhino was the only one I recognized. I I I thought I saw maybe Thanos there, but I was thinking, nah, surely not. You know what I mean? Thanos doesn't know Peter Parker. Well, I mean, he's Thanos, bro. I swear he knew like Iron Man and shit. So he like he knows people that aren't necessarily in his vicinity. Um, I thought I saw like was it Galactus? Liam, I'm not Galactus, sure. Was Galactus? Galactus was in Spider Man. I saw Amazing Spider Man. Was he? I can't remember. Was he in that or something else? I may be mixing that up. Like I was trying to figure out what the shapes were, but it was quite it was quite vague. They obviously didn't yeah, want to yeah, give it all away. We- Freeze frame that TikTok's got us in the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there'll be like dissertations coming out about who those potential winners were. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he basically says everyone's gonna forget me. He tells MJ, I'm gonna come back for you. He tells Ned, I'm going to find you. Um, obviously, they now that they've forgotten, they go off to MIT and he goes off to New York, gets the little cupboard house, you know, the broke Spider-Man, the Toby Maguire kind of in New York, broke as shit, just swinging from building to building. We get that version of Spider-Man. And he obviously goes to see MJ. And what I understood from that scene was when he sees the bandage on her forehead, he kind of realizes anyone that I'm around is in danger. And so I feel like he kind of decides to not go forward with it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, okay, I get that. But I still was like, yo, that's Zendaya, though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you you got to move heaven and earth. Yo, I don't care that's in there. You tell I'm Spider-Man, we're, we're getting back together. To be fair, like um I think before this movie, I was I was with Mod in that I didn't like the original trilogy MJ. Um I liked you know Emma Stone's Gwen St- uh, Stacy. Emma Stone, was that her name? Yeah, yeah, Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy. But with this movie, I feel like MJ just became a, a you know, a big part of the movie for me. I, I really, I really enjoyed MJ finally since they've, in, you know, introduced her in Tom Holland's uh, kind of Spider-Man universe. Yeah. So that was great. I thought her her thing was great. It really added a lot to the character. Um, and now we've got the traditional broke, broke Spider-Man in New York. And did you just notice that they made his uh, suit kind of more similar to the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? And- we were saying that it, it became so much more blue. Yeah, shiny blue, right? Yeah, shiny blue. Because he's broke now. He doesn't have the nanotech and all of that stuff. He's left all of that behind. This is his own Spider-Man suit. Like Tom Holland. All right, so you go to the grave, you see Happy Lead, and how do you know Aunt May through through Spider-Man? Come on, you can tell Happy. Happy's like, got dark tech. That's the part that I didn't understand. So they know... Aunt May is connected to Spider-Man, but they don't know about Peter Parker? Or How much of Spider-Man got deleted? And how much of 
This is the part that I, so is everything that he done as Spider Man still known, but it's just they don't know Peter Parker or yeah, which is weird because Happy knows all of Peter Parker and Spider Man. Yeah, because Happy knows Aunt May via Peter Parker. So how does he know Aunt May now? Exactly. This is the again that part I didn't quite understand. I felt like there was a bit of a yeah, there was a little, a little bit of a plot hole there. But uh, yeah, basically that's the end of the movie. So let's kind of get into our rankings and stuff like that. First things oh, first. Quickly, um, I really did enjoy the bit where you have Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about the post credit scenes. Yeah, so post credit, you get Tom Hardy, the Venom, and then I thought that was pretty funny. But the bit that I think you alluded to before, when they go back, he leaves a bit of the symbiote there. So I think that that symbiote is um... that's going to be become Joe John Thompson. Um, I mean, Flash, Flash Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, I think he's gonna. That is, I think that is a you know a call to what is potentially to come, which is. You know, uh, agent anti venom. In my opinion, <laughs> I think, but I just can't see that guy playing that role. I mean, even if you just go Google the character, like look at the character, and then look at the guy who they've cast in that role, it just doesn't match. But well, I think that was a cool Sorry, I agree with that. Sorry. Wait, wait, is he Asian? Yeah, yeah. The guy who plays Flash Thompson, yeah, he is Asian. Not, not. I don't know if the original Flash. I think the original Flash Thompson's like you know typical American bully, blonde, blue eyed in the comics, but obviously in this one, the guy who plays him is Asian. Yeah, yeah very, very tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and this guy's short as well. This yeah, is, this is really saying, like. I don't know. Um, doesn't seem right as a bully, but yeah. Um, and then after that, you get Doctor Strange trailer, but yeah. And we won't get too much into the Doctor Strange trailer because this is more about Spider-Man. But what yeah. do you think about Venom being in, in there? Like, do you see a few, one of the... Because they're going to make three more movies, right? Of this Spider-Man. I, so hope, one of them, I hope we get Tom Hardy in one of these movies. It has to be, right? I mean, this is the whole point. Yeah, you, moving, need you need Venom in there. Yeah, we, we got, I would like a movie where it's just Venom v Spider-Man because I feel like in the original trilogy... Like Liam said, yeah, I don't mind the original like trilogy Venom. I don't think he was as bad as people made him out to be, but I feel like he didn't have enough screen time and they didn't develop the character enough. Mm. So I would like to see like a proper developed, fleshed out character mm, in sure. Venom against this Spider-Man. So I think that would be quite interesting to view. Um, so I am looking for that. That was a good cut scene. That was a good end scene right there. And basically Venom is on his way to New York to catch, catch Spider-Man basically. I are they going to fight? Like, is he going there to beef him? Like, what is his issue with Spider-Man? I don't quite understand. But the thing I don't understand is, from the um, Venom movies, he hasn't met Peter Parker yet. So how does he know Spider-Man's Peter Parker? He doesn't, no? No, he doesn't. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but I think it's just, they wanted to add him anyways. Well, I mean, let's see how that kind of pans out. And, um, yeah, let's do a little bit of, like, ranking, yeah? So... After you've seen this movie, who is the best Spider-Man? Still Tom Holland. Tom Holland? Yeah. yeah. Tom you, you think Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man? Yeah. When, when uh, for me, it's Toby, isn't it? Spider-Man oh, Come on, Spider-Man. Bro, come on. Don't, don't let nostalgia hit you so hard. Okay, no, no. You know what? I'm going to rephrase the question. Who's the best Peter Parker and who's the best uh, Spider-Man and who's the best just the way the character was written overall? So let me give you an example. So for me... The best Peter Parker is Tom Holland. The best mm-hmm. Spider-Man is actually Andrew Garfield. But the one that was written out the best, had the best villains, had the best like character arc and all of that, I think is Tobey Maguire. 
Okay, best written one, I 100% agree with you, Toby McGuire. Best Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. Like, when he's in the suit, because you got to differentiate between Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah, like, you got to think of him as two different entities, like, kind of like, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne and Batman. So when, when he's actually Spider-Man, like, just the graphics, the costume design, stuff like uh, that. Again, you know? Tom Holland. You That's think it's Tom McGuire. Holland? Yeah. You think it's Tom, Tom McGuire? I think it's Andrew Garfield. Because he was, Tom McGuire was more of a, when he was dressed as Spider-Man, you'd be saying hi to all the people about when he's swinging and... He, he was in a little bit of nonsense though I can't like <laughs> <laughs> Some of it was kind of nonsense um, Yeah for me it's Andrew Garfield isn't it? I, uh, For more this Tom Holland Than for you is Tobey Maguire right Yeah obviously Tom, no, like Tobes okay, I, So I, who's I, the best Peter Parker one. He's a lot more witty when he's Spider-Man But Tom Who? Holland I think I, I think Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man He was a lot more witty yeah, so that's what, what I liked about him, though, because he, that's like his alter ego, right? When he's not Peter yeah. Parker, where he's not like the nerdy, quiet kid, he can be the witty guy. But obviously his his Peter Parker was an issue for me because I felt like he was a bit too confident. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't nerdy enough. That's why I, I think actually uh, just because of the way he looks and they got the right level of nerdiness for Tom Holland, I think. Because yeah, obviously Tom Tobey Maguire was 30 when he was playing a 16 year old, but you know, Tom, Tom Holland actually looks like a like a 16, like he can pull off the look and he's the right level of nerdy as well. He's not like supremely nerdy and he's not supremely confident. Yeah. He's somewhere in the middle with him and Ned being besties, building Lego Death Stars and stuff like that. So that that for me is the reason why he's the best Peter Parker. I don't know if you guys agree with that or if you have a different... No, I definitely agree. I think, I think uh, Tom, Tom Holland's easily the best um, Peter Parker. Best, best. I mean, I know Andrew Garfield didn't really have a trilogy, but best trilogy. Mm. I don't know. Toby might have this one in the background. Toby, it was. I don't know. It's just it's, it marinates so well. Like it's not like too rushed. Oh, any again, I always say this: a movie is only as good as its villains. Yeah. Fair. And most of the other ones, like Andrew Garfield, the only good villain was Electro. The rest of them were shit. The thing is, I thought Andrew Garfield, both his villains were kind of shit, if I'm being honest with you. I didn't like either one. Yeah, I didn't like any of them. I didn't like... Green Goblin was that weird kid who just became like a lizard almost. Lizard Man was shit as well. So, like, Electrode was the best one out of the three. Mm. Um, Tom Tom Holland... Tom Holland had, what, two guys, Mysterio and Vulture, and they were both basically ops of Iron Man. They weren't really his ops, you know what I mean? So, for me, there wasn't enough... It was a good orb, but again, it wasn't that great. Mm. Ultra wasn't that great In this one Again The best villain Is from Toby Maguire Green Goblin Yep Definitely So would you say that the Let's let's take it Two movies at a time So don't look at No Way Home Just look at Spider-Man 1 and 2 The amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 And look at uh, The two Tom Holland movies Before this Spider-Man. So it would be Toby Maguire right Yeah Toby, He's got that in the bag That's the Green Goblin Then you've got his son As the Green Goblin and then yeah, you I think even oh, Harry Osborn, his Harry Osborn was better than the Harry Osborn from uh, <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man. So, right, and you got and on top you got Van. The amount of villains is too too good. In terms Sandman, of, uh, Venom, I completely forgot about them as well. Yeah, yeah, and then you got um, Doctor Ock, who was a major part of the movie anyway as well. This movie. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I think like Tobey Maguire just just takes it regardless of this movie. Without this movie, with this movie, it doesn't matter. I think Tobey Maguire's one. Is absolutely the best. So then, who's the best, Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy, whatever? Like, who's the best, um, like female support? Yeah, love interest. Yeah, love interest. Zendaya, man. You think Zendaya? Yeah, 
she actually has some type of like personality that we can see and that's no, not but I think it's because of Zendaya like they wrote her so much into the script Toby Maguire is MJ. I'm just gonna put it out there. Worst character in cinematic one, history. Like, I hate her. Yeah, hundred percent. She's actually useless. I like Gwen Stacy because she was really smart as well. And we already had the bit where they were, I think, in college. So like the whole bit when they're fighting Electro, she's the one who tells him like, "Oh, why don't you flip your, put like um charges on your um web so you can actually web him down and stuff like that." But I love Zendaya, so I'm gonna pick Zendaya. Yeah, I, I was with you with the Gwen Stacy thing, but this movie I think made me change my mind. I thought like MJ in this movie in particular, she was brilliant. So I think yeah. MJ for me as well. In terms of like the comedic aspect as well, like I think Zendaya added a lot, like like throwing them scones at um, Andrew Garfield. I think that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I no, I, 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 I enjoyed her. Actually, a character. She's not just a side character. Yeah, I mean, when I found out her and Tom Holland were actually dating in real life, I fell to my hands and knees. <laughs> I started screaming in my local me. Tesco's. It should have been me, Lord. Uh, God, we did a Yu Gi Oh review one. No, Yu Gi Oh watch party one day. That we had an episode. Oh my God, bro! The way I will do that, not not a problem, not a problem at all. Um, so okay, let's let's get right down to the rankings, yeah. And I want to do like another ranking thing. We we should rank it out of five. And let me tell you how I'm going to rank my one. Yeah? So if you're talking five out of five, for me, for you to get five stars, you need to be in the conversation of top five movies for your genre. So for example, this is a, a superhero movie, right? For me to give it five out of five stars, I would have to believe that it was one of the five best superhero movies ever made. So if you think about what movies are out there, for me, the top five in no particular order would be obviously Dark Knight, yeah. It would be um, Endgame. It would be Civil War, Watchmen. It would be um, Logan. And that's five right there automatically. So off rip, I wouldn't necessarily give it a five out of five stars. No, it's definitely not five out of five. So I wouldn't give it five out of five stars. So then, okay, we were talking more like four stars. So to get four stars or four and a half stars around that margin, you'd have to say top 10. I'm not sure if I place it in top 10 because you still got Spider-Man 2. You know, you still got Civil War. You still got like a whole bunch, a whole plethora of movies. Even movies like Kick-Ass, in my opinion, that's a superhero movie. I prefer that to this. I think just because something is big scale, it doesn't necessarily make it suddenly better. Like you need to look at the right, like Spider-Verse. I thought Spider-Verse was a better movie than this. And that also had a similar concept to it where it was bringing in different, you know, multiverses, characters. For me, this had a lot of like pacing issues. That's what that was one of the major things for me. I felt like the, it was just kind of off. Um, no, I definitely agree with that. There was a bit bits that are just too elongated, things that are skipped mm. as well. So I agree with you there. So I, I don't want to give it a three stars. I don't even want to give it three point five. I want it's close to four stars. So I give it three point seven five stars yeah. out of five for me. But mods, what's your take on it? I give you a reason. I want to hear what your reasoning is for giving. So it what if you, you want to go at your five point scaling, I would still that, go. That's just my scaling. You don't have to follow it, but I, I'm saying like out of five stars. What I, would you I, give? I think I'm, I'll still go for nine out of ten because they had everything that I wanted to see. When I go see a movie, like I'm not going to put in that the superhero genre. I, when I go see movies, I just base it on the movie itself. It's like when I go to a movie, what do I want to see, and would I rewatch it again? And yes, it's rewatchable. 
two, it had everything I wanted. I wanted the other Spider-Mans in it. It was there. I wanted a good villain. We got a very good villain. And like, all the action scenes, well done. I thought it was. And again, I, I do agree with you with the pacing. Mm. And the storyline a little bit. So that's the only thing that might knock me to an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. But it's definitely in the ballpark. What, what's your final score? I'm going to say, okay, I'll make my one 7 out of 10 just because I want to average out our scores and give it a final score in the end. So All I'm right, gonna so give it I'll, I'll get 8.5 out of 10. Okay, you're going to go 8.5. I've given it 7 out of 10. Liam, what are you giving it out of 10? Mm, I'd still give it 9. You know what? It's because I'm biased because I've, I I just love Tobey Maguire so much. <laughs> just because, like, just for the fact that it, it like, it kind of tied up some loose ends from his era and all the other ones because you see villains from the old Spider-Mans kind of getting getting the help they needed or like looking at them in the review. Then you got Doctor Ock becoming a good guy, and then it also sets it up for the next movies of Doctor Strange as well, and a new, and possibly new Spider-Man. Like so, I think overall the pacing was a bit off, and some parts of it a bit you know frustrating. But I saw what I liked, you know, like. I saw. I got to see the Spider-Mans together. Yeah, see all the jokes. Like all the villains were funny. It was and some good action there as well. So I can't really complain too much. I'm I'm happy. Like so, are you saying around nine out of ten? Yeah, I say nine out of ten. You know, on average, I think it will be safe to say that it's about eight out of ten for us. Then yeah, no, I've given like, it a seven. Mod's giving it around an eight. You've given it, given it a nine. I'll settle for eight out of ten. That's the kind of average rating that we've given it. So, you know, that's actually still a very good rating. I mean, 80% of Mark is still a first. Do you know what I mean? So that's still a good yeah. rating. <laughs> still, still past the flying cars, isn't it? Yeah, do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I know I complained a lot about certain scenes, but like overall, was it enjoyable? Yeah, it was. Was it as good as I thought it was going to be? I, for me personally, no. Do I think that people are maybe overrating it a little bit? Potentially. That being said, it definitely wasn't bad. It, and it did add a lot to the Tom Holland character. And the reason why I think they went with the whole deleting the identity thing is because I think Marvel knows that they've got a gem in Tom Holland and his Peter Parker, but they are also aware that they haven't actually written him in properly. Because as we mentioned, Vulture and Mysterio, his two villains were quite weak. So I think they've gone back to the roots. They've kind of retconned the character a little bit and said, okay, we're going to put him into New York. He's swinging around with the tr- more traditional looking suit. He's broke as shit. He doesn't have any connections with Iron Man anymore. It's going to be his own man. So I think that's why they kind of went down that route. Yeah. Okay, look, do you know what? That makes the ending a lot better for me than what I initially, I was like, what? I thought he was going to try and make um, MJ fall in love with him again. He, he was going to try and win her back and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? I mean, they might still go down that route. You know what I mean? They might still make it like, oh, he's going to try and get MJ, but it will be within the guise of what they originally had done where it's like oh mj doesn't really know him he just knows him as a nerd he's peter parker he's broke he doesn't really have much going for him he's just swinging around in new york and they'll take it in that direction i think also we actually forgot to mention it but could ned become ho- the hobgoblin so the, the harry osborne character because remember no, they, it's his they fate foreshadowing foreshadowing you see so, don't worry don't worry i won't i won't become a super villain in the future something like that so, exactly and the thing is he has magic he has a ma- magical ability. Obviously, Doctor Strange forgotten about it, but maybe that will come into play. Maybe he, he could end up doing some magical shit and getting back at Peter Parker. You never know. 
Yeah, definitely. He he has he was giving off snake vibes. Like you know, like he was very friendly, but I could tell signs off. Something's a bit off, like not. Nah, too, like, man. What? <laughs> nah. Doctor Strange <laughs> said you can't change fate, and it's his fate to betray Peter. Like his Peter's his Peter's best friend always betrays him. That's the kind of thing that they set up. Because that's what happened to Andrew Garfield. That's what happened to Tobey Maguire. Your best friend's gonna snake you at some point. Yeah, but their best friend's also filthy rich. Ned's not rich. It's always well, I mean, Ned's, Ned's going to MIT. Maybe Ned's the one who ends up creating like Ned Corp instead of Oscorp. Could be. Ooh. What I didn't like is that because he remembers, Peter Parker remembers all of this, you can't bring in a Norman Osborn. If one guy, some guy, if some guy turns up saying, Yeah, I'm Norman Osborn in Peter's universe, he's just going to clap him on site. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was chunking straight. I wouldn't even give him a chance to become the government. Yeah, so they've, they've kind of, like, no, unless it is Ned who whole, ends up. Sorry? Sorry, I was talking over you, but then you have the whole Aunt May thing. Oh, you need to try and help people. La di da di da. Uh, I don't know, you know. I, don't, I feel like he would know that Norman Osborn is Green Goblin from the rip, and it would just kind of ruin the character a little bit if they do it that way. But, but if they go down the route of Ned being the Hobgoblin and doing stuff like that because he's an MIT engineer, maybe he has his own firm, who knows? Maybe that could be better. And Hobgoblin's like orange, isn't it? Yeah, he's like... Um, something happens between him and, and Spider-Man, so he has like this never-ending hatred of Spider-Man or Peter Parker or whatever. Because did they destroy all of those things he had? Those green liquid things? Do you remember he created those? This is the thing. Maybe, yeah, the thing that they injected Norman Osborn with. Yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that, that comes into play as well. You don't know, right? So I, I think maybe they're going to go down that route and go down the more traditional route. I think they retconned the character on purpose so that they could rebuild it in the more classical sense. Yeah, because you can't be living two lives like Doctor Strange said. You can't be trying to live Peter Parker's life and then try to be Spider-Man. You've got to pick, like... Exactly, yeah. You, you can't have it all, basically. <laughs> Doctor Strange is <laughs> hating on this kid, saying you can't have it all, yeah? You, you can't have Zendaya as well, on top of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> like, make everyone forget. Even, even Zendaya? Yeah, yeah. Especially her. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, God. All right, but the ending, um, the last, you know, the second trailer, the end of the movie, where, yeah. where Doctor Strange is fighting himself. Found, bro, scary. Bro, that, that is going to be mad. If people have watched What If, they know that evil Doctor Strange is like, you know, he's like Galactus-level threat. Like, this guy's a menace. So, obviously, they're going to introduce him into into multiverse of madness, clearly. Um, So, let's see what direction they take that with. Obviously, when that's out, we might review that, too. This is a pilot episode. Maybe this will become a regular occurrence. Um, Yeah, no. Do you know what? I'm I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully, they do better with Scarlet Witch as well. I think she's been so useless in the Marvel movie so far. Underutilized, definitely. I mean, WandaVision, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was pretty good. They used her a bit more now that I think the original cast is kind of gone. They're trying to build on her character a bit more. So hopefully her, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, they kind of lead the way. Obviously, we've got Blade coming through. Morbius is coming out and he's... Mobius, sorry, is coming out and he's going to be a part of uh, the Sinister Six, it looks like. Him and Vulture have a moment in the trailer. And obviously, Venom is now coming down. So Venom... Vulture, they've introduced Scorpion in the end credit scene. Okay. Yes, so there's a scene where Vulture goes to prison uh, and I think he's in Homecoming and the guy who's going to play Scorpion kind of says, do you know who Peter Parker is? And Vulture says, no, I don't. So he keeps his secret. So they've introduced Scorpion as well. So, you know, we've got some of the Sinister Six characters there. So 
hopefully going forward in the next year or so, we see a lot more happening in the Spider-Verse. But uh, yeah, no, I think for me, that, that that's all I have to say on the Spider-Man movie. Is there any finishing comments from you guys? No, not really. Um, yeah, please go watch it. Like, when, if you have watched it, um, I don't know. This is going on. I mean, I would hope that if they listened to this, they would have watched it because this has just been nothing but spoilers yeah, from the beginning. I, I, to yeah, end. If you ain't watched it already by now, to be fair, Aaron, at the beginning, you need to put disclaimer on this, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm literally going to title the episode, you know, Spider Man Review. If you watch it thinking there's no spoilers, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. I know you should have watched the movie before listening to this. If not, if not, yeah. boy, I don't know for you, innit? <laughs> I hope you helped, hope you helped, helped you out before the movie. If you, if you haven't seen the movie yet, mm-hmm. giving you the entire step by step analysis for every scene. So, you know. <laughs> All right, well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, you know, this has been the untitled review show pilot, and uh, yeah, we'll see how this episode does, and maybe this will become a regular thing. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Steve, why didn't you say who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand? That was bloody brilliant.